0: Hey guys, this is Vanessa, and my podcast is Life Paranormal with V. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest hosts and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at vlifeparanormal. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. Thanks for stopping back in. This is Life Paranormal. Thanks to all my new listeners. Hoping that you guys enjoy tonight's show. And all you new listeners, lifers, I am so grateful for you. We have some great announcements. It's because of you guys, the support and love that you've given me, that I've decided to branch out and do a few, well, not a few big things, but they're pretty big. Um So I have some announcements and we'll start off by that and I'll go ahead and um, Introduce my guest host for the night, and I'll also talk about tonight's promo spot. Okay, so my first announcement is I have my own website and <laughs> life paranormal with V is on the web. You can find me at www.lifeparanormalwithv.com You will find a list of all my episodes. You will listen to them. There's a um, links to all my podcast platforms on there, and ways to interact with me. Leave me comments, leave me um, your own stories, perhaps, that you've gone through. If you're interested in being on my show, please leave me a message. I'd be more than happy to talk to you. I do like to screen those messages and, you know, do things, of course, this is my show, so I want it to be as organic in nature as possible. the second announcement on my website, you will find a link to my merchandise store Ta-da! yeah. Life paranormal with V has merch. I'm excited for this one, guys. I've, there's nothing more that I like to do when I, when I love something that I'm passionate about, you know, I love wearing shirts with Johnny Cash. I love wearing shirts of, do you know what I mean? It's just, if you love the paranormal as much as I do, um, it's a way to you know promote my show um, it's a way to show your love for my show and it's also showing how much you're into spooky shit like me I mean come on <laughs> it's a win-win but not only that your purchases really do help me guys I'm trying to get a new setup <laughs> for my podcasting right now I I record for my car <laughs> because there's not much room in my house and my kids it's just crazy bonkers. And um, right now, this is the only time I can record where it's quiet. And even then, like I hear the people racing outside. It's Friday, so in this neighborhood, we're close um, near the highway. So people just, the kids race like crazy. So I'm sorry if you hear any of that. But like I said, I'd love to um, do a few new things for my show. And I'm so grateful for that um, and for you guys who are always showing your love and support for me. I'm very, very humbled by that. Um, my merchandise store is through Teespring, so Life Paranormal at Teespring. And um, I have a lot of merch right now. I'm working on a line for the fellows. So you guys, I haven't forgotten about you. Um, I am adding some uh, shirts with the pinup logo. The V pinup logo on them, so you guys can wrap those shirts too. But I also want to do something different for the fellas, like I have, Um, and maybe the ladies will be interested. You know, I think I just made up my mind. Both um, the different type of artworks are going to be available for female and male. Boom, we're not. There's no division on this show, guys. We're all equal. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So. The merch now, what was I gonna say? Okay, yeah, the third thing. Yes! Just this week, I dropped my YouTube channel. I am very happy because I was very scared <laughs> to do this, I didn't want to. But I've had so many people tell me that I had to do it and I'm, I'm not regretting it, I'm not. The past couple of days have been great. This is just the second day of it. But um, I really wanted a bigger platform to bring my, voice through and the stories of uh, my journey and my guests so the um the positive feedback that you guys give me on twitter and on youtube that i've been hearing the past couple days thank you so much i mean the fact that this is really helping you i mean it it just warms my heart up guys like this was the whole meaning of it and i'm really hoping that you know this gets heard, um, by the people who need to hear it, you know, so you can follow me on Life Paranormal with me on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, like, comment, and leave me, um, leave me some, you know what, I do want to have some recommendations, so also on my website, you'll see that you can drop me a note there, Um, you can even do so, um, on YouTube. Things that you'd like for me to talk about different topics you can even ask me personal questions now the reason i also wanted to do youtube is because i want to do some lives i really want to do some live shows where i want to talk to you guys you can ask me questions i want to hear your stories i'm actually really excited about that talking about it so so let me get into tonight's show guys that's my announcement those are my announcements i'm very happy about them um so, tonight, bring him back. My guest host, Medium Patrick Gorman, is back. You might have remembered him from my past episode, Possessed Dolls. Medium Patrick and I, you know, he, he's my friend. He's such a great person, and I'm just so happy that he's coming on. He's um, waiting for me to actually bring him onto the show, but I just wanted to let you know. Tonight's show has... <laughs> It's gonna turn into a part two. That's just, things behind the scenes just have come up and I, we're gonna to have to do a part two because the way things have coincidentally just aligned themselves, you know, the synchronicity and all this, it's just, it was meant to be. So this is part one and we're doing Helltown. Helltown, Ohio. Whew. You are in for something tonight. It's, I mean, just terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And um, I'm just talk, I'm just talking about what I've heard. Now, this is the thing: when I speak to my guests, I want to hear their stories for the first time. So when I bring Patrick on, I told him, "Don't tell me. I know we're going to talk about Helltown. I know it freaks me out. There's things that have happened there that I don't know about. I want to learn more about." And I know he has some really scary encounters that he's had there. So I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Um, I'm going to bring him on soon. But first, I want to give a spotlight over to tonight's promo, which is a Few Bad Apples podcast. Catherine Sheffield is absolutely amazing. Now, when I started um, my podcast, it was October of last year, and I started my Twitter in November of last year, and I started following all these awesome podcasters, and you know, I, I saw Catherine's, and oh, I just, I just admired her, I still admire her, I look, I'm just, wow, you know, her show is amazing. Uh, she spotlights true crime of uh, police crimes and cover-ups, and it's great because you know she's the host, she's the creator, and she's she's the writer of the show. And she, the way she's she speaks, um, and recounts these crimes, you know, it's, she ha- she has a way. You know, how everybody says like t- they tell me I have a certain way of speaking and you know talking. So does Catherine, and I think all of us YouTubers were so sorry. <laughs> Thinking of YouTube, <laughs> you know, what? podcasters and YouTubers were the same. Okay, different. Podcast, YouTube, okay, but we're all different, right? And we have different ways of of, um, of speaking and telling our stories. And you feel that energy through us. And you know, we have we talk about different things. You know, there's so many varieties. It's so diverse as far as you know, podcasting and YouTubing um, and the paranormal community. You know, so I'm just very happy that. There's so many new people that have come into my life um, through my podcast, you know? This has turned into something amazing. And Like I tell you guys, I thank you because I am very happy, (laughs) So let's get into it. I have talked so darn much, I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave a thing on the bottom of the uh, description box that tells you when to start listening because if you wanna just zoom right through this, By all means, you want to get into the story, let's get into it. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on Patrick. Before that, let's take a quick break, um, get comfortable, and we'll be right back with some scary stories of Helltown. Fact.
1: Over 700 people have been killed by the hands of the police just this year alone. I'm Catherine Sheffield, host of the weekly podcast, A Few Bad Apples. Each week I unravel true stories of victims whose lives have been affected by bad apple officers of the law. I bring this relevant conversation into the public spotlight because it's a way to provoke change and reform. Not all officers are bad and in fact I highlight a positive story at the end of every episode to balance the spectrum. A Few Bad Apples is available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: guys, we're back, and I have my special guest host here with me, Patrick. Say hello to everybody.
1: Hey guys. We're so
0: happy to bring Patrick back on today. Um, I have some great uh, news for you as far as Patrick is concerned. You know, Patrick, do you want to tell them about your um, podcast coming up?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, so I have the paranormal talk with Medium. Um, mm-hmm. Patrick uh, Gorman here. So that's me, and um, it, it will be coming up probably in uh, early February. Uh, we were, yeah, we were planning on doing it around the first of the year, but some schedule issues happened, and, and I just yeah. got to work through them. So,
0: well.
1: but yeah, it, it'll be very similar to yours and others. Um, we're gonna have a weekly podcast one week kind of stories and like fresh ideas of the paranormal and mediumship work. And then an- the next week will be two live re- readings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another week of stories. And then, you know, it'll be every other week. So one, one week will be stories. The next week will be two live readings. Um, and if you, you know, if you're interested in getting a free thirty-minute to an hour reading, uh, you can always drop us a line. We're taking uh, people that are that want readings um, just by email right now, and that's uh, mediumshipbypatrick at gmail dot And so far, we have a good month or two worth of wow. people. So there's going to be a little list for that, but we're, we're definitely interested in having that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I hear that you are doing a, a YouTube I am, channel but
0: too. I'm just so excited because for you to come out and have everything come out from, you know, your perspective as a medium and what you've been mm-hmm. through, and then you do readings, that that's just so exciting for me. I cannot wait, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah it. I, you know I, I, I kind of I, I've done live readings through radio and other yeah. podcasts and now that I'm doing it under my own mm-hmm. uh, name I'm fine with doing that too I'm just very excited to kind of yeah. see how it works out <laughs> um, because you, know, you you sometimes see other people that say that they're mediums or are mediums or psychics and they do it and it's like yes. everything's wrong, but people don't really, you know, the fans they don't necessarily see, um, you know, when I when I do a Facebook live or if I do a live reading on Twitter or my own website, it's very difficult to kind of just center in on that one person when there's like five hundred people out there that are watching. So you're also catching those other people, too. So that kind of hones in um, my gifts and skills and everything. So, you know, people are like, well, it's a free reading. And I'm like, yes, but it's also it's teaching me other ways of doing this so that i better my own skills. that's
0: great and you know that that's like you said this is something that you're trying and i think that's also and i'm so happy for you because you know that's what i'm doing um as well as my my youtube and it's just i got so excited because i I just uploaded the trailer for it and i'm already like this is fascinating it's so much fun so i still have a lot to do the the (laughs) idea with it is you know to first do what i'm doing on here and you know turn it into video format and just put it on youtube and eventually there's other things that i'm thinking about doing um and that will come into the works when i'm ready but i think that for at least me and i'm correct me if i'm wrong when i first started doing podcasting this was like my way to really set my foot into uh this place that i'm just really comfortable talking about my experiences with people and uh being able to Mm -hmm. advocate for others who have you know gone through things very similar and um,
1: I I totally agree and and with this pandemic that we're facing still um, you know I see a lot of people turning to the to the internet in different ways to tell stories and I I think that's why there's been an increase in podcasts about 75 to 85 percent throughout the United States um within the last probably six months to a year we
0: need something to get our minds off what's happening and then too you know if it if it's not the time, when will it be the time for you to do something you've always wanted to do to get yeah. your story out there and you know follow your passion yep. I know I see so many uh, people like us going out there who have podcasts and or YouTubes and I, I think it's changed us what we've gone through last year mm-hmm. as far as you know, living our life in a way that makes us happy, fulfills us, you know, it makes me so happy knowing that, you know, we're able to use our platforms for something good um, when the world... Exactly, (laughs) and
1: and, yep, and and if there are anybody out there that's kind of, you know, thinking about Mm -hmm. doing a podcast, but they're a little intimidated to it, you know, Anchor does an amazing job um, with Helping Thank people you. start. Thank you. Because you, you, within five, 10 minutes, you can have yours uploaded to all the sites, all the podcasting sites. Um, you, All you need is a cell phone. You don't even need a microphone or a recording device or anything. So for the people out there, I mean, I know that Anchor does wonders for, for you and your podcast and they help me out exactly. also.
0: Patrick and I but use Anchor, guys, so that this is, <laughs> yep. we're, we're talking from experience.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely, and I, I wouldn't recommend like spending a whole lot of money right off the bat. So if that's something that you're afraid of, yeah. I definitely think that you should trust us <laughs> if you want to and go with it, because it's definitely something. Yeah. It's free. They help you advertise. They help you do everything
0: there's like no stress um, that's i think that's why i was like "Ooh, this is fun because no. i didn't have to stress out about <laughs> exactly <that>. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> yep and i i've looked at podcasting mm-hmm. sites before and i'm like uh, i'm lost i'm completely lost well you look at anchor and it's like oh i already have a, my my first yeah. like, preview done artwork's done my first advertisement's mm-hmm. done everything's done within i think took me 30 minutes and I'm like okay this is great and then you know reaching out to other podcasters and, and friends that have stories to tell That that's probably the hardest part and in reality once you do it everybody else comes and like I'm interested in doing this I'm interested in helping how can I better your show how can I get on there and it's just amazing how how quickly this all
0: That's what I was just thinking about. You just, I was just thinking about this today. I can't believe I started this like uh, a week or two before Halloween last year. And the way it's turning into now mm-hmm. on Twitter and now, you know, on all my other platforms, especially here on Anchor, it's just been so well received. And I'm, I'm so blessed because I, I just can't believe it. It started off for me just when I'm, when I made my first episode, I really was putting that intention to speak to the masses i just wanted to allow my voice to be heard intentionally by the people who are who are going to be welcoming it who are you know going to find a connection to, to the stories that i say and to my journey and my guest's journey and speaking of that i cannot wait for you to start talking about Helltown. Patrick, can you please can you oh, please yes. break it down? Because I have been so excited to get into it. Because I know that you personally have been there, right?
1: Yes, uh, a couple times. So, um, for for the ones that don't know the story of Helltown, there's it's quite a a folklore to it. Um, but I was always told, you know. This is, so, so it's a, it's a small town in Ohio. It's called Boston. Um, sorry. So it's called Boston. Mm-hmm. It's right by Wine and Boston mm-hmm. Mills. Um, so for me, it's like an hour, I don't know, an hour and a half, maybe two hours mm-hmm. away from me. It's part of the Cahawaga uh, Valley Na- National Park. Um, so, what it is? It's a very small township. Um, at one point in time, there was probably five thousand, six thousand mm-hmm. people that lived there, and now it's pretty much the, you know, the um, townships um, like. I don't know what you call them, but, like, not so much your mayor, but just city government. Mm -hmm. But it's a very small city government. And I, I, Mm -hmm. very nice people. Um, However, they do not want you doing any of your investigations. And I'll get into that later. But, um, so the story is that um, the government came and they basically kicked everybody out of the town. Um, one story is that there was uh, Mm -hmm. UFO and aliens Mm -hmm. that came uh, and like the government got into that because of a crash that happened and that was all Mm -hmm. underground Um, and I don't necessarily believe that factor at all Uh, another one is that a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of people died and continue to haunt the, uh, the town. There's a small graveyard. There's a whole lot of abandoned buildings. Um, pretty much, if you don't know that you were going to be there, like you're just mm-hmm. driving, you would think, okay, this is an abandoned town. If, it, if it's any time during mm-hmm. uh, the summer, there's nobody there. Nobody wintertime, time, you you get to ski. People, the they um, yeah. So they they do mm-hmm. skiing, they do inner tube races, stuff like that. Great time yeah. doing that. But um, I more or less was always interested in the the paranormal aspects yes. of it. Um, and yeah, I I kind of you know took it as you know. Okay, so somebody thinks this is yet another haunted location mm-hmm. in Ohio. And um, me and a group of my friends, who were both non-believers mm-hmm. and believers, um, we we decided one day to drive up there. And this was from Cleveland. So I think it was like 45 minutes. I'm a little further away now. Um But we we piled into a car, started driving there. It was a perfect, nice night. It wasn't winter. There was no snow on the ground on the way there. But um, it it very quickly changed. We we got lost. Oh, no. Because, I mean... we, this was before cell phones and everything, so, so this was quite a quite a while ago. But um, I think I was still in high school when maybe we were just out of high school, and we were interested in the in the spirits and everything. So we we're, we're out there looking, and not too many of my friends knew that I was a medium. But I'm like, this place is totally weird. Mm-hmm. Yes, you see brandy wine in Boston mm-hmm. Mills and the skiing resort that's fine so we we got lost on a an empty road uh that ended up being a dead end the car lost control and we veered off into like a ditch yeah and it was very odd because once that happened we like got barbed band like like bombarded with all these spirits um, yeah there was a family uh, I think of like five or six people. there was an old Catholic priest there was um, pretty much like any anything that I or my friends mm-hmm. at the time were terrified of showed up during this encounter with the Ditch, <laughs> um, and it was so odd because I wasn't the only one seeing things, it was everybody so, there. So
0: Patrick, did it, like, so these things were, like, surrounding the car. Yep. So everything that you guys were afraid of came out and was, like, basically, yes. it sounds like taunting you, wanting to scare you, you know? exactly
1: yep my my friends were like i had one friend that was terrified of having a family and i don't know why but that's that he was he was probably 20 years old or 15 years older okay. than i was but he was a friend so we were there and he's like no i'm terrified of having a family you don't get it and i'm like well there's supposedly there's this lady and her kids and her husband Is like trying to help the car get back on the road.
0: Oh, that's the legend. And he's like, that. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's like, that's terrifying. I'm scared of this. I don't want to be here. And I'm like, well, the car is off the road. So unless you get out and help, like we're not, we're not moving. We don't have a cell phone to call anybody. Um, the closest like person is a few miles down the road at the Mm -hmm. ski resort. And I'm like, how are you going to explain that we were just driving and all of a sudden ended up in this dead-end road without, like, getting in trouble because you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be there? Facing it off of this abandoned
0: yeah. location. Yeah. So you don't want to get in t- trouble. And they're yeah. Like, you well, don't want to anything. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm not... We weren't, like... I was never the type of person to go into any type of paranormal investigation and cause yeah. damage. So, like, we don't mm-hmm. spray paint or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, but that, like, when I got out of the car to help another friend mm-hmm. try to push, so, like, we were moving the seats and stuff. I'm like, you sit here, you steer, I'll go back there, I'll help him push, and let's try to get it at least back onto the road. And it was very weird because one minute we're stuck, next minute we're back hmm. on the road. The car totally turned itself around. What? So it's like, it, it, it's that panic yeah. and fear to all of a sudden, nothing's wrong. And everybody's like, what just happened? So you
0: guys went from. Like yeah, we're you're pushing. pushing. Out of the ditch, right? So as you're pushing, it mm-hmm. just kind of gets itself out by itself, but you're pushing. Is that what
1: happened? You no, know I. well, I'm pushing with my with yeah. one of my friends and we're pushing it towards the dead end aspect in the car we both fall just into the ditch and the car tro- totally oh, turns a- around and is facing the way out. Oh man. Okay, that is
0: super yeah. creepy. It it, it just it doesn't, doesn't make sense. any sense. No.
1: Yep. It doesn't make sense. We everybody there's like mm-hmm. terrified. Um, w- One of the kids was like I- I'm just gonna die This this is the end of the world We're, we're-, we're never gonna see our adulthood. Wait, you know what,
0: that's interesting and <laughs> and I I- remember, When certain things have happened to me There's only one time that I've said that And it's when I did see A uh, A UFO above The house okay. one time And that's the feeling I got was like oh my god this is this is it this is the end of the world because you feel that and you know what I was feeling it was that sense of dread of something so wrong it just didn't it wasn't making sense in my world therefore I was like in my world it's the end of my world right now because this now I know that things like this exist so I know how you're a friend all right I'm sorry continue on yeah
1: well it Well, no, and that makes sense, too, because, like, during my high school years, like, I used to sit there with other friends, and we would send messages out into the universe Mm -hmm. with computers and stuff, trying to make communication with, like, alien races, UFOs, Mm -hmm. and so on.
0: That's awesome.
1: But I did that because I was terrified Mm -hmm. of it. I was terrified of meeting a... Like some spaceman, if you want to call it an, an alien, an extraterrestrial, whatever. But um, it was very interesting because we didn't expect to have this experience, and it happened. And it happened to there were six of us in the car. So, you know, we overpacked the car, we, we were trying to have a good time. No alcohol or, or anything like that was involved this time, <laughs> oh, That
0: was my next thing. Were you guys
1: on it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no drinking. No, no juices. <laughs> nope. Nothing. And it, I think because we didn't know where we were going yeah. necessarily. And it was so far out of our mm-hmm. direction.
0: This is some place so you guys we, were we, never, you know, you never been to, and then for you to have the same, you know, the exact same experiences, that's, you know, telling. Yes. Oh my gosh, you know.
1: It, and it was like we all blacked out at the same time. Wow. And the car went was facing one direction, and to face another direction to get us out and like guide us. It was very interesting.
0: Blacked out? Did you? Did you? But, lose like, time at all?
1: I think I think what? we did. Um yeah, I I think it was thirty to forty five minutes. When you obviously I don't <laughs> Hold on, No, go ahead.
0: Right. Oh no. No, no. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Obviously I don't think anything like happened, like we weren't abducted or anything okay. like that. But it was very strange that like facing a dead end fell into the ditch woke up, like came to and then facing a complete different direction. And the people that were still in the car, they they were they were just spooked. They we were like, what happened? And they weren't talking. They weren't saying anything. They're like, we do not know what happened. One minute you're pushing, next minute we're facing this direction.
0: Patrick, I and mean, I'm you know like, I know okay. you don't want to hear this right now. But are you sure <laughs> you want abducted? Because let me just say, sometimes they have been known to like you know, make sure you don't remember for a reason, right? And uh, oh, yeah, I mean, it sounds for so long of a time that you, you know, until you came to that, just sounds and then you are in a different place, you know, a whole different direction, you know, a whole different that's direction, so and and
1: that's it's it's
0: but that's spooky. what the, the whole deal, and I don't say yeah, that very often, and I know that for a fact, and it takes a lot to shake you because you know you and I experience things on a paranormal aspect that, I mean sometimes really? we, we see horrible horrific things um through, we have seen horrible and horrific things throughout our lifetime and it's it gets to the point I don't know if you can attest to this when we're just like okay <laughs> you're gonna scratch me again okay <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. try to uh, suffocate me at night okay you know there's things that are for us since we've grown up with that we understand you know but this it's so yes. far beyond in Helltown, tell me are there more cases like this that are known to ha- happen there with like ufos and these type of instances
1: uh, yeah. i believe yeah. so um one of the the weird things is that we mm-hmm. um and th- we were young. Yeah. We did that. That was one experience. We went back mm-hmm. again. And we actually... Because um, we were terrified at How that works. point. We weren't going to get out of this car. We were going to try to find our way back to the main road. And then get back to our hometown. Where I we were living... I was living in Westlake at the time. So it was the suburb of Cleveland. And... We, we try to do that as quickly as we could.
0: So how long was it? Um,
1: with the, with the no. promise to never go back to Helltown. But, but of you course did. we did. And that was the <laughs> question. Yeah. How
0: long was it in between that you guys, okay, decided let's go back?
1: Um, probably probably a few weeks, so, honestly. Okay, I so
0: a month, a year, yeah. weeks? Okay, get out
1: of here. Yeah, get out no. of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because no, I, I was just drawn back. I'm like we have to because go back. You want to have answers. so I yeah, want to have answers, want to experience mm-hmm. something else. So we went and this time I was more focused on like let's get out of yeah. the car, let's explore, mm-hmm. let's try not to you know do anything that'll get us yeah. in trouble um, because this was an abandoned mm-hmm. town, and it's you know we're thinking that park rangers, they patrolled this abandoned town because people do show up to do destruction, to spray paint, you know, um, whatever on yeah, rocks they're, and they're just
0: being on the graveyards. Yeah, they're being just little disrespectful little shits. Sorry.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's there exactly what they're, they're <laughs> trying to do. So we, we went back and this time... And I remember it being a couple weeks because it was still winter. So we went. um, This time I took my car. There was four of us, not six Mm -hmm. of us. And um, still no snow on the ground, which happens often here in Ohio. You you would think that it's freezing. There should be snow, but there wasn't. Um, So this time I parked at... Brandywine Ski Resort, and I walk Mm. through the woods to the um, cemetery.
0: Oh my god!
1: (laughs) And I'm like, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. So we're walking, looking at some graves, and I'm just amazed at the history that was just left there. It was like people were living Mm -hmm. a full life. To next day. Well, Nothing. that's what
0: the stories were, right? Like, I know that the government, like, bought the land. It was, I, I believe, the, um... am trying to think of the word. National Park Services. There you go. And, you know, that's yeah. come to be what the National Park it is today. I cannot pronounce it. Can you pronounce it for me? So I don't sound so...
1: Um, yeah. Kalahaga. Thank I'm you. I'm probably yeah. even saying it wrong myself. I, yeah, it's an old... You Indian all
0: understand what we're trying to say. Word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but uh, so it's Cawhaga, and there's other people that are like Cawhaga. <laughs> so it's very yeah. different. But I mean, I I just know that Cawhaga County is what um, Cleveland mm-hmm. is in, and then it breaks down to there's then Lorraine and then Huron and Erie. The further you come out to where mm-hmm. I'm living now, and then Cawhaga County is like mm-hmm. Cleveland. Basically, and then, and then suburbs of Cleveland, as you go east, um, it's all part of yeah. Cog, which is it, it's a very big town. <laughs> but then yes, you so many people when it comes, had to,
0: like leave. And it's not like they were. They said they yeah. were evacuated. They were compensated. They were asked to nope. leave. But everything became just this abandoned town. You know, everything was still there. So like you said, the cemetery was there. You had a church, right? But what I I heard. Yes.
1: Yeah, there's a church. It's a white church. And the cross was at some point a normal cross. And now it's upside down, Mm -hmm. um, boarded Mm -hmm. up buildings everywhere Mm -hmm. now. Um, Obviously, back then, people lived there. They had a great life. And all of a sudden. God. You know what
0: that reminds me of? And... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, you're fine. You know, Stranger Things. T- 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 you know, it just reminds me. Yes. And then that other movie yep. with the kids, where um, help me to remember. I think it's a Spielberg movie. Um, spill that happens on the train. There's an alien. You know, the kids are there. Can somebody help me? Okay, I'm gonna Google this because I don't remember. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're going to have to, because I, I have no clue. Okay.
0: But no, um, it's like the same thing. Like the conspiracy that, you know, this town had to be evacuated and, yep. it, you know, people had to leave. There's a, a government conspiracy, a cover up and everything. But uh, that's what you're doing. Yep. You're talking about this. And when I've heard about Helltown before, I'm just like, ooh, that really sparks my memory, you know. So things that mm-hmm. I've seen turn into movies and, and whatnot, you know. But like anything, there's yeah. has to be in a story where, where did that story begin there has to be some facts behind that
1: and, and i'm not exactly sure i mean i know that all the uh graves mm-hmm. predated when the government took over this part part mm-hmm. of the town um and it, it was very odd to understand like going in you hear these stories ufos you hear these stories about ghosts mm-hmm. and obviously we're in a, a graveyard in a cemetery and i'm thinking From what I know, in my experiences, you won't find a ghost very often in a cemetery. Because it's just where their bodies are. It's not necessarily where their soul wants Mm -hmm. to stay. But we found some ghosts, and we were chased off. Um, And I'm like, this this just doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense. Because I'm like, they don't reside here. And And you as a
0: medium, you would know that, right? So when you went back to the cemetery, you guys got chased out again then. Mm -hmm. So what did you see? So, yeah,
1: um, saw the family again, the whole um, wife, husband, a couple kids. And I'm just like, why are you guys still Mm -hmm. here? And the woman is like, we were forced to stay here and we were killed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By our neighbors, and I said, "Well, like, what are the neighbors? Mm-hmm. Are the neighbors actually the people that like lived next to you, or were the neighbors the government mm-hmm. that was trying to buy your land?" Huh. Yeah. And she, we, we were trying to have that conversation. She couldn't tell me the truth, and then she, she disappeared, mm-hmm. and I was chased off by another group that, um another group of spirits that were just, just there and i'm just like okay well like what do we do? do we keep coming back or do we like try to figure this out and my friends were like let's just try to figure it out so we went we went to a couple of the buildings trying to see if we can mm-hmm. get in to get some more history and we couldn't at the time and i wasn't gonna break into yeah. a building to, that's just not my so Patrick
0: can I stop you right there so when you said the other spirits chased you off can you can you describe them to me and like did they did you guys run like I'm not saying a bunch of guys ran screaming away and crying like when you tell me like (laughs) they chased you away like describe that moment to me where you're making connection with this um this family member of this family the woman and she's trying to tell you something you can't communicate to her it almost seems like she's Unable to really, uh, even after death, she She, felt like she cannot tell the truth,
1: you know? Yeah. She, she was very intimidated by the other spirits. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So she, she she was, she was worried herself. Like whatever she's going to tell me, I'm going to get in trouble. So I was very much like, can you just tell me, like, can you, can your kids help me? Like, so then I went to the whole, I'm lost. This is your property. This is your town. Mm-hmm. Like, can you tell me where I'm going? And then these spirits, it was kind of like an uprising mm-hmm. of leave this family alone, get out of How many were there? Oh, probably a dozen.
0: Ooh, you know what's so crazy is I can I can actually see it happening as you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so
1: They were not and these spirits weren't very nice. They were they were intimidating hurtful mm-hmm. and it goes right back to the whole everybody else's fears came into there play okay. like one of one of the friends said a clown was chasing stop. stop well I didn't I didn't see a clown and I know I'm afraid of clowns myself okay so when you told me I would to remember going back
0: this. to the car okay where you guys were in the ditch the first image mm-hmm. I got was of a clown. Yep. And I didn't want to be rude, you were telling your story, but that was the first thing that I wanted to say. Did no, you're you fine. That I is- did, I
1: did. And I, and I wasn't the only person that said that they saw a clown, too. One of the, one of the people that didn't return the second mm-hmm. time said, I'm not going back there, there was clowns. And I'm just thinking, like, it, this is a small town, why would there be clowns? What
0: force, okay, that's on that land, turns your most mm-hmm. horrible fears into a reality? That's... That's so and
1: then I, I would love to know that answer. I really would, because I don't have that answer. Yeah. Um, and knowing that the government still to this day has such a, a controlling interest, mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, what really happened. Yeah. yeah. Because I, probably four years mm-hmm. ago, I was planning. I was like, okay so I'm starting to do advertising in the city that I live in Mm -hmm. now what is something that I can do to kind of get my name up and, and help like how can I plan a trip or something where I invite people charge a small fee and then like do like a group reading but also kind of like throw something fun in there too so I'm like I can go to Mm Helltown so when we advertise that on our website and Facebook um I would probably say within a day or two I started getting phone calls from the township Hmm. and they're like you got to call us back and I'm like I'm doing like why would I call you back I'm not doing anything to me I'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. illegal We're going during the day. I'm probably gonna get a whole bunch of middle-aged women (laughs) that are gonna go with me, because that's that's typically who comes to my my events. There's somebody that's you know 45 or older, Mm -hmm. mostly female, which is fine, Um, and they they just want to know you know they want to hear something from their loved ones which is my job. In this case, I'm like w- like what do you think is going to happen that why are you contacting me? Why are you trying to They were very for- forceful. They're like you cannot come in here. If you want to come here and film, you can petition our city government to allowing you to do so. And you can pay You know for a filming fee or some permits and i'm like okay so i called back i talked to a series of three different people and each one was just hard-headed as the next and they're like listen this is a an abandoned town we only have two things going on and that's both the resorts there's not a restaurant there's nothing Mm -hmm. Not even a gas station in this yeah. town. And they're like, if you wanna come, that's fine. These are the fees. They emailed me the fees. The fees were like thirty thousand dollars. No.
0: Are you nuts? <laughs> nope.
1: No. And I'm like I'm like, hold on a second here. Like a filming fee for one day was thirty thousand. Yeah. Um to come and do any type of investigation That's
0: so nuts, I swear. was
1: 50, was 50000 mm-hmm. and right. they're like, if you can pay these fees you can come knowing that like I'm just a small medium <laughs> from another small town in Ohio nobody's yeah. gonna pay that yeah. I wouldn't expect any clients potential clients or clients of mine now to pay that type of a fee
0: yeah
1: for you know a half an hour to an hour trip yeah. it doesn't happen so
0: i'm guessing it just didn't pull up. obviously you didn't No. Up.
1: yeah
0: no we didn't we didn't
1: mm-hmm. do it no and, and it's funny because i remember being with that kid trying to when once we were spooked out of the cemetery and mm-hmm. couldn't get into any buildings um the drive home was very strange
0: really? why
1: yeah um it was very much like we were you know that typical Star Trek (laughs) leap when you're going so fast and the stars and everything are coming towards you you. that that is exactly how it was (sighs)
0: except
1: for it it was snow it was snow and on either side of the road were hundreds and hundreds of deer. Wait, just standing there, staring the cars down. Like I live in Ohio. I'm used to having a few deer. I'm used to having deer come through our yard and stuff like okay. that. This, this was hundreds and hundreds of okay. deer. Were they yep. just?
0: Ooh, that is so creepy because it's almost as if something yeah. called them to be there and they were waiting for something. That is exactly creepy. And I love deers. I think they're so majestic. But th- this is the first time I've ever been uh, afraid of one.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. Creepy. That's pretty much like I'm. I I'm like okay. I'm just to deer, and people in the car were like, "Yeah, so were we," but that is a lot of deer it was either side of the car on either side of the road yeah. from where we can see as far out as we can see was nothing but deer and the snow was coming down so quickly that even if we were stopped mm-hmm. it was like you were traveling through space
0: Huh.
1: at, oh. warp, at warp speed So it was very strange.
0: Would you say it was, like, again, like, time was moving slowly again all over? Um, How would you describe it? Yeah, I
1: I would say it was, well, like, your atmosphere was sped up. Mm. But things like the deer and trees were slowed down.
0: That is crazy. You know what I'm so excited for? And this is, to be honest with you... It's no coincidence for me that you're my guest host this week, my n- guest host next week. Um her name is Asher. She's actually from Ohio just like you. Very weird. But okay. She, she's great. I've been I've been speaking to her. She has a YouTube channel. Her show is amazing. I I'll send you her info Patrick, off off show, but you know, she's going to come on and talk to me about her own experiences, but she has so much, uh, she's worked a lot with the Mothman and she has work that she's doing currently right now and um, I'm going to ask her about this because I'm pretty sure she's obviously heard of it since she's from she lives there in Ohio Um, Mm -hmm. because as what I'm learning from her a lot relates to the Mothman and you know this activity and I'm going to be really interested to hear her take on it and you know hopefully you, you tune into that but oh, yeah, for, that's fine. for me to hear in your own words that while you were in this town, right, even within the spectrum of it or even on the outskirts of it, you're experiencing this unexplained activity to where the animals are reacting to it. The, the yeah. fact that these spirits were so, um, in a way, too, they were probably chasing you off for your own good, you know? Um, there's just no good in that town by what I'm feeling, you know, and I I'm interested to hear from you as far as, you know, how were your friends after this? How were you? Did this, it feels like there's no closure, you know, at least by what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, and I definitely feel that there wasn't any closure. And, um, you know, we, we remained friends for a few more years, and then we kind of just all win our separate ways um obviously if if we were right out of high school we were probably like still hanging out for a few years and then some people went to college some people stayed where they were and just got jobs
0: things like that usually happen and as it does (laughs) naturally but you know for you what would you say you know to my listeners as far as this experience how did it change you and, and affect you
1: I don't necessarily know if it it has changed me anyway. And I know that I've always had a want and like a need to go back, but I don't necessarily, like I was very surprised that from a small town medium gets a whole bunch of city government officials calling me off the hook about, we do not want you to come here. Yeah. Please do not come here. And I'm like, that's very strange. And like, if you, if you saw this ad, like, why didn't you respond to the ad? Yeah. Or why didn't you, like who who showed it to you that this is getting your attention so badly? hmm And I mean, they never told me any anything. Yeah. They didn't even say that they saw it on Facebook. They just knew. You know, I was planning an outside, outdoor investigation that was potentially into nightfall um, and hours at length. But mm-hmm. like, I always hoped that like nobody did show up or if they did, if they did it in a safe manner. Yes. I never heard from anybody saying that they were even interested. Mm-hmm. It was just straight to... You cannot do this. If you do want to do this, that's fine. We'll allow you. But it will give you such a huge fee to pay <laughs> that it just won't be financially, like, planable.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, it's not like you, you're, you know, coming from a network, you know, that would be able to allow you access. And it doesn't really seem like a lot... I mean, have many other places go- or people from no. no. shows gone there? Because I don't even...
1: No, yeah. Yeah, like Kindred Spirits or, or any of the other paranormal shows, we haven't found one that actually did Helltown. Mm-hmm. There is a I mean, small. Um, I don't know if it was done by the Discovery Channel mm-hmm. or if it was just some yes. odd.
0: Are you talking about I know that Amazon. Are you talking about the, like, document yeah, the documentary? Like, slash yeah. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, so that that was done, but mm-hmm. I honestly don't even think that it was filmed on location. Yeah. I think that it was, like, so mimicked as the location, and they just made it up in the field somewhere. Totally. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, um, I think that's exactly... I don't think they would have been allowed, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. think anybody is allowed to set foot in there and do... Uh,
1: things, you know? Uh... Yeah, and, I, and I'm just like, well, if it's a national park, mm-hmm. like, people are allowed to walk around.
0: That's what I heard, people you know? All... It's not against the yeah.
1: law, you know? Yeah, and like, people people can, can ride their bikes, people can mm-hmm. drive a car, people can get out and walk around. It's, you know, it's government... Sanctioned land. Mm-hmm. So, but people don't do that.
0: So, I'm interested. <laughs> and that's the weird part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you tell me what's the weird part, please.
1: I, I, well, I mean, like, it's just weird that, like, why would the government buy land <clears throat> and then make it so that it's almost impossible to actually go there?
0: Exactly. Wasn't there rumors about, you... like, it being, uh, I think you just said that earlier. I don't know if you did, but. Something was still there, uh, right? They didn't want
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, know, there were. It, it's there dangerous. was like radio- radioactive. Yeah. Uh, bombing mm-hmm. type of rumors. I'm not exactly sure about any of that. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I grew up with the idea that it was a haunted location mm-hmm. that had the potential to. Um, occasionally have UFO sightings mm-hmm. and crash.
0: You wanted to go so. with the, just investigate, you know, you and your friends get in the car, you want to find some yep. ghosts, you want to, you know, you as a young medium you're like, "Okay, I know what to find." But the fact that my friends yeah. want to do this with me, cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go have some fun um without like getting into too much trouble. Did you guys And ex- it, it,
0: mm-hmm. sorry.
1: We we never got in trouble when we went. Yeah, we never ran into any police or rangers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like the trouble that we got into was spirit or like time change, not exactly knowing what was going on, mm-hmm. type of experiences and fear. When. And, and I would have loved to get pulled over, you know, by a ranger. <laughs> yeah.
0: And have to explain, like,
1: okay, well, this is, this is our experience. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, just go home. You know? Yeah. Like, have a nice day. Stay safe. Don't get into trouble. Uh, type thing. Yeah. When it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I think we were there for, like, four hours. Wow. So four hours without seeing any other person. That's kind of odd. Especially when it's right next to a pretty well-known ski resort. Mm -hmm. So there's there's people there like parked and those were the only people we really ever saw. So that was kind of odd. When you guys went back home, Patrick, you
0: guys... Did they, as, I mean I don't know if they even told you but did the rest of the guys experience anything weird at home like followed you guys or you nope. guys didn't talk about it after you guys came home
1: no I mean we, we I think we talked about it a few times but no no, nothing following people home mm-hmm. no weird dreams or anything like that so it's almost no. as if whatever is
0: happening is just in that location you know yes, it's not exactly. it's bound there you know um here's the thing, you know, this, this is what people don't understand about experiencing the unexplained and, you know, the paranormal, this is real. And it's just like any other traumatic thing that would ever happen to you. These things Mm -hmm. impact you on a different level. Um, You don't get closure from them. They bother you years from, uh, years from now. And you revisit them and it's haunting, you know, it haunts you. Um, if there's anything that I've learned from you, you know, getting to know you, becoming friends with you, uh, is that I trust you and I trust your word. Um, not only because we're both mediums and we've lived, you know, mm-hmm. very, you know, different lives, but the same, yep. I understand that with you when you're telling me something and I can feel it, you know, I can feel it as, as your truth, you know, and I want yeah. my my guests always to come on my show. and know that they're always... There's a sense of like safety and protection when you're here because this is a way to talk about it and get some type of closure, some type of you know healing from it. You know, I'm a big believer in if we talk about it in a way, we're not redigging up the past, we're not bringing it, um, you know, giving it a platform. We're not giving evil a platform here on my show. We're not. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to enable my listeners and my guests who come on with, uh, the realization that there's so much strength and inner power that we have, you know, but there's things that we just can't escape from. Look at this town, how insanely, um, riddled it is in all of this unexplained activity and, uh, just supernatural. It's, it's out of this world. Some of the things that, exactly. I, not only from you, but other stories from people,
1: you know? Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I, I even think that there was, like, a serial killer, mm-hmm. or multiple ones, yeah, that, that came out of Helltown. And I know that there's tons of history. I mean, the the town was, you know, relatively, I think it, it started in, like, the 18... 60s or mm-hmm. 1806 or something i trying to remember offhand but the, the history aspect I don't necessarily know I just know the, the folklore yeah. uh, surrounding that area mm-hmm. and you know, it's very iconic and surprisingly people just don't want other people there <laughs> you you would think that if there was like a chemical spill, mm-hmm. that it would be known more often, mm-hmm. and that there would be signs saying like "do not enter" or, um, you know, beware. Mm-hmm. And that that just didn't happen. Um, like the the major sign that I can remember is the dead end. Road closed. Road
0: closed. Yeah. And that's where yeah. you where you guys ended up falling in the or you know, falling into that. Exactly. Territory. Okay. Driving into yep. it. Yeah. Yep. That is so... You know, and that's the thing, because I've heard about that dead end, you know? Um, mm-hmm. You're driving down, right? And...
1: Yep.
0: Ooh, it's past the cemetery. Do you remember that? Driving past the cemetery? At the end of the road. Um,
1: I... I don't, because it was at night when we we were driving that day. Mm -hmm. But I do remember, um, because they parked at Mm -hmm. the ski resort, Mm -hmm. walking around through the cemetery and everything, I do remember ending up at that dead end. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know about portals and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. necessarily. But it's kind of like you do get pulled Past that sun,
0: yeah,
1: like okay. some force, unseen force, is wanting you to keep going and visit. But the thing is, is I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going further, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that I think I was braver than most of the people that I was with, and nobody wanted to go. They're like, okay, we're done. Like we've been here for so long and so many odd unmentionable things happened that we just need to, we need to go home. We just need to leave. And you know we, when so much has happened and you do have that time lapse like I didn't know I was there for four hours. Like I remember just showing up mm-hmm. walking around ...and having this confrontation with a spirit... Mm -hmm. ...and then being chased out of... ...the graveyard... ...once we passed the graveyard... Mm -hmm. ...like into the woods... ...it stopped... ...and then looking at the time... ...like I looked at my watch... ...and it was like two hours passed... ...and then like five minutes later... ...I looked again and it was four hours... ...so I'm like... ...how is this making sense... And, yeah, it's, it's it get colder, and it gets darker. And I'm just like, okay, time to go.
0: So, Patrick, let me ask you this. In your own personal, you know, way of reading and, you know, mm. tuning into your gifts, do you think that you were abducted, or is this just a place where time just doesn't exist? It's just in a different, you know... It, it, it.
1: Yeah, I think it's more of like time doesn't exist, <laughs> mm-hmm. or you like stepped time... into another
0: place. You know? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily know about the abduction aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Solely mm-hmm. on the on the idea of didn't see any like big bright lights. Didn't remember like passing out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just time, like the the time just like changed so quickly, and I mean, this was an analog or mm-hmm. analog clock, like wristwatch. So like, I can't say that dig, something digital like happened. It wasn't like I looked at a cell phone. I looked at a watch because cell phones weren't such a big thing. Um, like it was. Early two thousand. So mm-hmm. cell phones would have been like an old Nokia or an old like analog cell phone. So I wasn't one of those kids that had one uh-huh. <laughs> myself. So so the big it, it's the very big, different, like, yeah.
0: Big brick type of well yep. there was like the big brick back in like the nineties and then our cell phones <laughs> they were so thick and chunky. Do you remember that? On yes, the thought, the flip
1: phones, yes, they did. So oh my god, yep. flip phones. And they're like, This is the thinnest phone ever. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, well, it's the size of a card.
0: I know. Like a
1: a, a a thing of like a, car, a deck of cards. And i like, <laughs> Even that, it's still a little bit bigger than that. Yeah, because I, I used to sell cell phones mm-hmm. um, growing up in high school. And that's, that's the thing that I was. I was one of the people that always had the newest and best cell phone
0: yeah <laughs> and now i'm like
1: i don't even want the thing <laughs> like let's just leave the cell phone at home and yeah. go have some fun oh,
0: exactly so stay off of yeah. it so exactly. did you guys notice your clocks um in the sorry the time I think, on your I think, in the car yeah. and if you guys were wearing watches what did you notice anything funky about it
1: No, not that I could think of. All I know is I kept looking at the watch thinking, wow, we've been here so long. And then thinking, like, why haven't we seen any other person? It's just us.
0: What influences that? This is such a mystery. And, you know, I've never... um, I don't know if I've heard of any other else uh, from you know other people's stories as far as like losing time so I'm interested to hear if you you know my listeners I'm going to tell you guys right now if you do uh, if you've been there before or you do know of other people or other stories that you want to share with me please just um, reach out to me on Twitter at V Paranormal I'm interested you know let me know and I'll bring it up on the show next time and we'll go into it I'll bring Patrick on and we'll talk about your stories and heck I mean I'll I'll choose some random I, people to come on with me too. So you can talk about it. Uh, exactly. I'd, I'd be happy
1: to commiserate with other people that might have had the <laughs> same experiences or, or different experiences. Different experiences. If, if anybody's ever been there, I mean, yes, definitely mm-hmm. hit you up. They can hit me up at, um, medium Patrick. Yes. On, uh, Twitter too. So put
0: on your handle. So at medium. Patrick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> at medium
1: Patrick. Um, and then, Obviously, if, if anybody was interested in potential for free readings or stuff like that for for my podcast, they can always do um, mediumshipbypatrick at gmail.com.
0: And I have to tell you guys, I've had readings, and I've said this before on the, the past episode that Patrick was on, his readings are phenomenal, and... It, it, I'm very picky about who I talk to and who I let in my life. And, And that's very weird is that on my podcast, I'm so talkative. And when I go and do like other either interviews or appearances on other shows, I'm just so quiet. That's just who I am. I'm just naturally very you know, when I'm getting to know people or when I'm, it's not that I'm not comfortable, that's just the weird awkward person I can be sometimes Mm -hmm. but when you and I started talking and we were able to do readings uh, or, you know, your reading on me I was just it was easy for me to allow myself to let my guard down so that you could read me fully, you know and I do have to say you guys, you you have to get a reading, they're amazing he's amazing and like i said you guys have any um stories or anything else you want me to know educate me i'm always up for that and we'll bring patrick back on and do you know a part two i'd love it what do you think patrick
1: yeah yes definitely and i know that at some point we're gonna have you on my podcast too which will be fun
0: (laughs) it's gonna be great well you guys i'm gonna say you know and part of life paranormal patrick i'm just so happy that you're here again And, um, Mm -hmm. we're going to thank you, uh, for coming on tonight. And (laughs) thank you so much for sharing your story, Patrick. And we'll talk to you later.
1: Yes, definitely. Thank you.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Bye Bye. Hey guys. Wow <laughs> that was intense and I want to thank Patrick again for coming on and you know that the thing that people don't understand at least for me is like when I'm talking to someone and I'm, I'm literally feeling um, everything that they've experienced and reliving it and you know as a medium and clairvoyant it's like I'm right there with them. And it shook me. Like, I'm I'm really shocked right now. So don't know how I'm going to go to sleep tonight. So I'm probably going to have a long night. (laughs) But again, Patrick, thanks for coming on. And you guys, we are going to bring on my guest host, Ashers, next week. We're going to do part two of Helltown. And I do want her to come on and discuss um, the Mothman with us and speak about some terrifying experiences that she's also had. She's a really interesting person, y'all, and I'm so excited to bring her on. Um, So I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Please leave comments and likes and let me know if there's any questions that you have for Patrick or myself, and um, I will talk to you guys later. Have some great dreams. I hope they're not nightmares, (laughs) but have a great time, uh, sleeping. <laughs> oh my God, I'm such a nerd. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right. Talk to you guys later. Good night, my little pretties.